0: the neighborhood. What's up with all these missing person flyers? Yo, check out the courthouse. They're turning it into apartments? Y'all know how this starts. Them white people with canvas bags? That's always the first sign.
1: Hey, what you doing down here, bro? It's too late to fight back now. We are going to wipe you out like the vermin you are.
2: We got vampires in the Bronx. Nobody's going to care to slim this. Let's go! Let's go! Welcome to Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you want, when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. I am Brian Brushwood. How you doing? There's nothing different. Hat, red shirt. I'm Brian. Yeah. Now you may think hold on, that sounds like Lamar Wilson. And I heard yeah. that Brian tested positive for COVID and is having to stay home and take care of his family. He's perfectly fine, but he's got a lot to deal with. Now, you're Brian Brushwood, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, th- these uh, rumors of tests
0: are so unfounded, Tom. So unfounded. How <laughs> dare they? Fake
2: I, news. Yes,
0: yeah, fake news all the way. But you know where it's not fake news, Tom? Where? where you can get the most reliable news ever for tech. Pray tell. Get you know that CNET from a cool guy named Is Akhtar. How you doing? I'm doing he is great. He's our guest. Look at those glasses, man. Yeah, you know he wore
2: glasses over his glasses.
0: Very important,
3: so I can actually see. It's good to see you, Brian. It's good to see you, Tom. Uh, <laughs> glad you're doing. Uh, guys are doing
0: well. Very important. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's good to have you back. Yeah, no, seriously. Good to see. You. It's been it's been years uh,
2: for it's me. Been a, it's, for sure.
3: it's, yeah. It's it's it, it's. It looks a little, uh, like time has changed all of us a little bit.
2: Yeah, sure. No, that's all. That's always true. Uh, but we have got some good stuff to talk about today. A lot of hardware announcements. Good thing we got a CNET guy on the show. Let's start off with our primary target. Wired UK's Alex Lee has an article called why Netflix keeps canceling shows after just two seasons. And man, I think I get it now after reading this article, uh, Altered Carbon, Sensate, The OA, uh, list goes on of examples of shows that seem to have a cult following and then get canceled. Uh, apparently, Ampere Analysis has data that estimates the average Netflix original gets two seasons. That's it. Supposedly, Netflix decides to order more seasons of a show based on what they call a viewership versus cost of renewal. Uh, In fact, in 2018, Netflix's Mm -hmm. vice president of original programming, Cindy Holland, told the Television Critics Association, the biggest thing that we look at is, are we getting enough viewership to justify the cost of the series? Now, in the past, we used to assume that Netflix ordered a wide variety of shows because they just needed them to be good enough to keep some of their audience subscribed. But it looks like Netflix wants shows that the large majority of its subscribers watch, not just the dedicated fan base. In fact... Because of some testimony in the UK, Netflix told the House of Lords Communication and Digital Select Committee that it considers three metrics. One is starters, the number of people that watch just one episode. Uh, The second is completes, the number of folks who finish the entire season. It checks those for both the seven-day and 28-day periods. And the third metric is watchers, the total number of people who watched a show at all. Netflix pays more than most television outlets because it wants the whole season at once. It pays for the cost of production plus 30% to keep it exclusive to Netflix. Usually you pay less than 100% of the production knowing that the people making the show will get some money off of international rights and syndication. Netflix ties all that stuff up. They also pay bonuses. And here's where it makes sense. They pay bonuses as a series continues and they bump the pay up as the series continues. And apparently, according to this Wired article, the third season is usually when you see the most significant bump, hence the two-year lifespan. Because a lot of shows, if they're not looking like they bring in the subscribers and keep them, aren't worth that big pay bump when you get to season three. So when you have, like,
0: I was looking. Obviously, some of this is obvious. Like you know, yeah, people are not watching. Why continue it? Duh, we know that. But like, I like a lot of the nuance explained here. But I was wondering about like if casts become popular, like the Stranger Things kids, if as they grow in popularity, do their you know contracts kind of balloon more? So. You well, know, that used to be the that, thing
2: in broadcast television, and broadcast, and I think it still yeah. is, is like yeah. when you get to season six, usually the agents would come in and say, okay, our original agreement is expiring. If you want them back for season seven, you're going to have to give them a lot more money, which is why you would often see one-offs, shows end after seven seasons, maybe more people leaving at the end of a season ah. six, et cetera. But it looks like with Netflix, it's that third season where you get the big bump. where you And, and I don't know if those are contracted in from the beginning or not, but that that seems to be the practice.
3: It seemed like it's a service contract deal because that's how long service contract can be. It used to be seven years, at least when I went to school. Maybe it's six now. That's why shows would end at seven. I'm i I'm sure the actors have a def- different deal than the producers and everybody else getting these bonuses when it comes to this. But I'm really curious if this will change as the streaming game has gotten so much bigger between HBO Max, Disney Plus, and everybody else that's Amazon. Like Everyone's in this game. Netflix had to do something different to get people onto their platform in the first place because way back when we're like is netflix like an hbo and now everyone's like yeah of course they're like an hbo hbo is like netflix and they're all like the same Uh, i i think in the future either these deals will change so they're on the same playing ground as an hbo or the hbo people and peacock and everybody else has to figure out how to get on the same footing as netflix because if it's a sweeter deal you'll go there
2: yeah Yeah. and netflix spends more money in general than anybody else no matter what so it's hard it's hard to compete uh, and so you're going to have to give them these sweetheart deals, I think, if you're going to get them to come to your platform at least more often.
0: So like, so I'm a consumer, right? I'm a, I'm listening to the show. I'm a consumer. I don't know anything about the 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 background to this. I'm addicted to a certain show. Like like I'm I'm in that fan base. Uh, how how does how how do I overcome this idea as a consumer that uh, in streaming a lot more shows would be more dispensable? Uh, yeah. Going forward, you know, like, you know, like the old way had a definitely, a, a, you know, wasn't a big show, but had a massive fan base. Uh, I'm in this fan base of, you know, uh, Lost in Space, uh, which thankfully does have a third season that's going to that's going to tie everything up, uh, you know. And, you know, uh, Stranger Things have gone, I think, into their third season, I believe. And so, you know, what 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 do I do as a as a consumer? Do I just accept that this is the new you know, don't get attached to to streaming uh, streaming services uh, shows. Or you know, treat them like movies. They'll you know they're probably going to be gone. Is is that is that where our future is?
3: Yeah, I think that the, the big takeaway here is never fall in love with anything, and <laughs> keep your heart inside and cold. Fair commitments. Keep it, yeah. yeah, make sure you never really enjoy anything. Too so my much. normal life. Yeah. So in case something okay. does disappear, you're like, oh, that was expected. Um, and that'll be the way it goes. But then you know, reading this article, the fact that Netflix – essentially these shows go to Netflix and then nowhere else. If these deals do change and if they figure this stuff out, they, it could get picked up by another series again. But that requires all the deals to change because the amount of money Netflix is throwing at them, these the people, the creators of the show be like, well, screw it. Why would I do season three of this show if I can do a new, a new season one somewhere else?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, continuation of the IP could also be – Another issue, like how's is that intellectual property going to transfer right, over? Right, right. We lot saw of that original- was
2: one day at a time, right? Where oh it, yeah, right. Pop, it was Netflix right? still has the rights to some of the episodes, even though it's on Pop, and yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So you got to yeah. figure out your deals, deals on this because when Netflix started and they were doing the original programming, this was the wild west. Now this is the normal. So there's yeah. going to have to be changes over time.
0: Well, we also got spoiled too. Like you, you have like the ex- expense is a good example. You know, that was what uh, was on was on sci-fi, Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, got canceled and, you know, big rally. People complained And and now it's, you know, it got picked up by Amazon Prime. And now it's it's flourishing there. I don't know how far it's going to go there. But, you know, the, the, we we got used to that. Right. We got used to, to complaining and, you know, you know send it somewhere else. And I don't think these original series are going to have that. Like this is this is Netflix's baby. I don't I don't see them wanting to sell it over. Because well, like, I think you made a good point. The money's too is not enough uh, at that point to justify making a third season when you can make a first season elsewhere. The, the lesson
2: point. I'm taking from all this stuff is that nothing really changed. We all thought, oh, it's Netflix. They can they can make shows that, that don't have to get big ratings because they don't have ratings. They just have subscribers. And I was one of the people who believed like, yeah. oh, well, if the data shows that this is getting a certain demographic that they really want, it won't matter how many people it gets. It's whether it's getting the right people. And apparently that's not true. Instead, we have exactly the same thing we've always had, which is a show has to get a lot of people to watch it for someone to keep paying for it to be made. Uh, most shows aren't worth that. So most shows won't last more than a couple seasons. And occasionally you'll have a expanse or sense eight or star Trek where people write in and try to save it. And sometimes they do. And sometimes they don't, but I mean, it's not like it's new that that shows have been saved by or not by writing campaigns. It's not that it's new that shows have moved Buffy, the vampire slayer moved from one network to another. Right? So if oh, I, yeah. I'm looking at yeah, this yeah. and I'm like, man, all all of this has happened before, and all of this has happened again.
3: You know, based on the categories of this, like on you know, the 28-day watching period, it's almost like in the old days we're like, okay, are you counting the DVR numbers? Are you counting the TiVo numbers?
2: No, Nielsen uh, Nielsen numbers, right? right? Yeah. Right, yeah, and, yeah, and then so I'm wondering,
3: I'm wondering if this would cause a change in Netflix at some point with a weekly schedule release of certain things, because if they're like, you're not watching week to week, you're not watching month to month, because you've watched everything in that 28-day window, the show is done. If it, you know, I think it's pretty simple. If it grows their subscriber base, they will switch to a non-bingeable for a very high uh, level property. Like let's say, let's say Martin Scorsese is going to do a weekly TV show. Like I think people are like, yeah, all right, we're going to watch that. People would keep coming back for it. But if he did like a thirteen episode dump. I think it'll spike, but you're not going to get a season two season. Well, three, but
2: they, like they that. seem to keep putting out whole seasons at once. So that must still be working for them. And they have examples now. within Netflix. They can pay attention to star Trek discovery or, uh, any number of Korean shows come out week to week because they are, because Netflix doesn't have them in their home market. Right. They and so they have to put them out week to week because that's oh, how they come out.
0: Is that international? That's, that's Star on Trek
2: Discovery is only is on Netflix outside of the US. Okay, because you threw me you, you said that twice and it threw me off, man. I was like, Yeah, wait, man. yeah. So <laughs> if serious. if you're in England, you watch Star Trek Discovery on Netflix, okay. but you don't get it all at once. You have to wait it's for it to come out thing. on CBS All yeah. Access. Yeah, okay, okay. You what get it week that? to week. So Netflix is looking at those numbers and going, Okay, we have some of these popular ones that are week to week. Let's, you know, let's compare that. And all we can note is that they keep putting out whole seasons at once. So that must still be the better way to get people on board. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I just thought that was fascinating because uh, I, I, I really assumed that Netflix in that respect was fundamentally different. And it doesn't sound like it is at all. They are the same. Well, Brian. Uh, yes, it's sir. Really, really good that, that you and I can be here every week because of the patrons, right? The patrons are amazing. I know all of their names. Matter of fact, do you really? Yeah,
0: wow. but I but I will say them next week, not this week. Oh, hopefully. okay, okay, yeah. I'll hold yeah, you to I'm, that though. Next, my, yeah, next week, hold, hold Brian Brushwood to that next week.
2: Yes, I Just will. Say Absolutely. Every, Absolutely. Say every uh, name. Uh, no, seriously, folks. Uh, h- honestly, one of the things that that's helping Brian get through uh, the hard COVID times uh, is your support on Patreon. So thank you for that. Uh, it makes this show loud, live, and independent, and we could not do it without you. You are directly helping someone through a hard time. Patreon.com/slash/CordKillers. Let's talk about how to watch. We got a bunch of hardware. Let's start with the Roku announcement. Roku announced the new Roku Ultra, which supports Dolby Vision HDR, the first standalone Roku device to do so. Also adds the increasingly common AV1 codec, some Bluetooth support, claims 50% greater Wi-Fi range. Uh, they still have an Ethernet port for those of you who, who want that reliability. And the price stays at $100. There's also the Roku Stream Bar, combining 4K HDR with premium sound. Video-wise, it's essentially the same as the Roku Streaming Stick Plus, if you want to make that comparison. has Amazon and Google voice support, though, and the speaker. The speaker has two forward-facing speakers. That's your center channel uh, for that kind of spoken word sound. And then two side-angle speakers that give you a room-filling experience. It's not exactly virtual surround, but it, it kind of helps. It's compatible, however, if you do want surround sound, with Roku's wireless speakers and subwoofer. If you want to add it to a system like that or add speakers later, the Stream Bar is uh, a bit cheaper than the Smart Bar. You may know Roku's other Speaker product, the Smart Bar, the Stream Bar, sells for $129. Both of those, the Stream Bar and the new Ultra, are available for pre-order right now, shipping in October. And then they announced uh, some updates to Roku OS, uh, getting some updates, including support for Apple AirPlay 2 and HomeKit. So you Roku fans with an iOS device can AirPlay HBO Max to Roku, even if you can't get HBO Max on your Roku. Uh, a live TV tile is coming to the home screen of Roku. That's got 115 channels provided free by Roku. The update comes to supported Roku devices throughout this month. You may not have it right now, but eventually the, by the end of the month, you'll get it. Uh, by the end of October, I think, really. And the Roku channel is also getting its own standalone app. For Android and iOS, if you're like, I don't need a Roku app to remote control my Roku because I don't have a Roku, but I am very curious in those 115 channels. Well, you can, can get that on the app. I have things to say.
0: All right, I have things. I have things to say about this time. And,
2: and you I, you t- tell me, Brian.
0: I'm, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you and Brian speak. Uh, okay, so. I'm a I'm an Apple user, right? I have Apple TVs throughout the throughout the house, right? And and just full disclosure, I have done ads for for Roku in the past. I have it on TV from Walmart, and, and so you know, in in a guest room. So I I've, I've played around with Roku, you know, but but not fully. That's not my main thing. I looked at each one of these, and also have that old soundbar that came out a year or two ago. So I looked at I looked at all of these, and two things. Number one, I. Unless you are just embedded like I am in the Apple ecosystem, I don't understand why you would pay 199 for an Apple TV when you get this for 99 bucks. And I'm talking about the 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 Roku Ultra. It, like the price point is crazy. Like I, I didn't realize it until this story because I lo- when I looked at like oh yeah the Apple TV, well it starts at 179, but like if you get the 64 gig, it, it's, it's like man it is 199. That's pretty high. And the other thing is. What do we need smart TVs for? And, you know, like, like, like these boxes seem to be the answer. Like, I've never used my, my smart TV apps. I don't, I know that all of them come with them, right? I don't think there's any TV out there that doesn't come with an app system, but I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm blown away at like all this cool stuff, especially the, the sound bar. That stream bar is, um, is amazing. Like I said, I have the other one, but this one, you know, it has 4K HDR. You have a dumb older TV, you know, that, you know, maybe has, you know, 4K, but it maybe it's 2018 4K, 2019 4K. You know, like that's old. Right? You can you can get like all these all these channels. You get 4K. Like I'm I'm blown away about how much they're offering uh, with this. Uh, is what, what's your opinion on yeah, on, on Roku? It's
3: funny. You're like, what do we need smart TVs for? I'm like, well, what do we need these boxes for? Because every TV's smart already. Like, I have a Roku TV. I don't need That's another box. I don't need a Roku and a Roku. I tried. I, I thought about doing that once. I'm like, this seems like it's silly. Um, <laughs> and and when it comes to the Apple TV, why do an Apple TV over a Roku? I'm just thinking devil's advocate at this point. Yeah. One of the annoying things about Roku at this is this big freaking ad you get. On the right side of the display. Now, Roku is fantastic in that it's it's got so many different channels. There's private channels if you if you like to mess with that kind of stuff. You can uh, set a Plex. You can do pretty much anything you want with it. Uh, and I'm Roku in general is a little bit more bare bones when it comes to the style, mm. but it works really well. So why would anybody want an Apple TV? If you're in the ecosystem, if you like that, if you like messing around with, this is so weird to say, like Apple's TV OS as like, you know, picture and picture functionality. And if you have HomeKit stuff, you can watch like your cameras and things pop up on this. So it's actually more advanced in certain respects. You could game on it because they have all their their Apple Arcade on top of it. So there's a Mm -hmm. lot of positive stuff you could do there, but if you get AirPlay and you have an iOS device, you might as well just send it over. But it's it's almost like in in my case, like I happen to have like, I do have an Apple TV or Roku, but the Shield, the Nvidia Shield, my Android TV is my favorite. So who would buy either of these? Not me,. For what
0: I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the use case for this, no.
2: yeah, I, I I think with the apple TV, i I used to argue that the advan- big advantage of the Roku was you could get everything because Apple TV didn't have Amazon Prime Video for a long time and time, stuff like they that. Didn't. Right, right and And now, Roku's the one that didn't have Peacock until last week. Uh, it still doesn't have HBO Max unless you airplay it. So that's a concern. On the other hand, you've got a more open ecosystem. There's more stuff that can get into it, like you said, with the custom channels. So it becomes more of a classic android versus ios like well if you like the apple ecosystem or you like the style you know some people look at roku and think it's ugly or it's clunky uh then maybe you stay with apple tv or like you said i as you're in the apple ecosystem and you you buy all of your stuff from the apple store and the itunes store and all your movies and podcasts and everything are there then apple tv makes sense but but yeah i mean the roku is a perfectly capable uh, advantage. It's just that uncertainty of like, well, who are they going to pick a fight with next and not have the app right away? That that's the thing that gives me pause on Roku and Fire TV, honestly, uh, these days. But it is the more ultimately adaptable one, uh, and it's certainly got the price advantage, right? Uh, half the price. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, listen, I would say I would say for Apple for sure. Like, I, like I, again, uh, I think the exception would be Amazon, but that's been resolved. Like. You will most likely get everything on because the the you know, they know all these networks know they need to get on Apple's devices. Yeah. so so you know you have that confidence, at least I feel just having Apple TV for the last several years, and you know that pretty much everything I want i can I can get on that, uh, especially with the Amazon deal but last year.
2: I, I want to go back to what I said about the uh, Nvidia Shield TV because everyone okay. who has one tells me like that's the one you absolutely should that's get. the one. You're an idiot okay. if you don't. But that's is the that best Android that is
0: that is that Android best, it's based? It's Android based, uh, okay. and
3: the app supports almost a hundred percent the same as almost. I said like ninety nine. It's almost like you have an Android. Yeah, it's like Android. So like you're not gonna so, get
0: everything. So all right, so so bad thing for my part, real quick. I had a because uh, I I saw Beatmaster in the chat uh, talk about uh, Sony TVs. I had a Sony OLED with with Android TV, and it was a twenty. I think it was a twenty eighteen mm-hmm. model. Um, that thing did not last even with updates. Six months with the and- Android TV, I lost so much confidence in it. It, like that's... it slowed down, it it got clunky, and I just like I'm I'm just, I'm never using their apps. I'm just going right into my Apple TV. It was so, it was so discouraging because I thought you know, Android gets a lot more updates. Why why is this happening? That's very so, fair. Ma- very yeah, fair maybe that's point. a Sony thing. It no, I'm just saying so. like
3: the Shield is based on the Tegra One by Nvidia, the same thing that powers the Nintendo Switch. And Absolutely, the Shield okay. has been using Tegra One since the very beginning, so they've been keeping this crazy powerful chip in this Android box. So like it's super overpowered, so you can do anything okay. and everything super fast. So like it might just be a television processor thing. I don't know what Sony's got in their
2: yeah televisions. yeah. I probably say. yeah. It's probably not got a Tegra thing, <laughs> I guess. Probably not. <laughs> I think that's probably fair to say. And then smart TVs, I, I think they're generally for people who don't. Want to have to think about all this stuff, like like we love to think about all three of us, right? We we love to try this different stuff and play oh, with yeah. but it. But if you're like, man, I want to get Peacock and and the Amazon and the Netflix, uh, but I don't want to figure it all out. Smart TVs are pretty appealing there because it's like, look, you've got all the apps right there, especially if it's a smart TV with Roku OS, because that's a very vibrant ecosystem that people are familiar with. But yeah, I think that's that's who smart TV operating systems are for these days. Gotcha. All right. We got a couple other pieces of hardware here. Amazon's new Fire TV Stick and Fire TV Stick Lite Lite. Offer HD streaming with HDR support and a redesigned interface, including profiles and a favorites shortcut bar. Fire TV Stick Lite has a little bit of a slower processor and a remote that doesn't include volume controls. You have to use voice for that. That's a little weird. Uh, the standard TV Stick is forty bucks. The Lite is thirty bucks. Both shipping September thirtieth. And Amazon announced a new Echo Show ten. And uh, when they did that, announced uh that's their their smartest system with the screen. We'll have Netflix. They already had Hulu. Now you've got Hulu and Netflix on the little tiny Echo Show ten-inch screen. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. they have a, game,
0: a They have this cute little game service, right? You know, I know Luna, this is not a game Luna. show. yeah, that's yeah, not that's for
2: the good. Echo Show or yeah. even the I Fire TV. I thought it was the way. To... <laughs> I guess it is for the Fire TV. You can not use yeah. it on the Fire TV.
3: Yeah. Well, why isn't it on the Echo Show ten? This <laughs> is ridiculous. Come on, Amazon.
2: Yeah. It should be able uh, to... Everyone, Everyone wants to complain time. about how they can't properly game on a ten-inch screen. Yeah,
0: when,
3: I, <laughs> when I'm when I'm baking and I'm talking to the Echo Show Ten and it's following me around because that's what it can do. I want to be able to play my, my Luna games
0: while you're gaming. Uh, why are you are baking? Because
3: right, I'm waiting game? for the oven to preheat. You mean in, in the,
2: the in the kitchen? Oh, okay,
3: okay. In the kitchen, of course. While the oven is preheating, right? Yeah. And as I'm instead of watching the you know the that pot with the water boiling because you're not supposed to do that, I could be watching. The show 10. You could be like, watching
2: a show on Netflix about a person boiling a pot of water. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. Okay, look, real quick, do, do they make products like the light purpose? Like I wonder what like, they go to all this production and they make these and they have to know people are not gonna buy that, right? Like why would you why would you not have a remote with, with the What's the sound on it? Like what like do they do they put the lower one so you automatically buy the newer one cuz you know I don't, think, have I think the idea
2: here that. is that a lot of people use their TV remote anyway and you can use your voice to say turn it up, turn it down and okay. it's 30 I've never bucks. Done that. So it's like hey man if you if you don't care about the volume right. button you save save you some money. You probably already have volume anyway. Okay.
3: A lot of devices like, if, don't have control of the volume, though. Yeah.
1: Really? If you're like me, like, my TV is not smart, and it doesn't have CEC, so the volume, maybe you can use it as an IR blaster, but if they don't have an IR blaster on this thing, it won't control the volume in that way. So there, there are cases where someone may not need or can use a volume button, depending on how the Fire Stick handles volume.
0: Well, I just showed my privilege, didn't I? I think everybody <laughs> now knows...
2: But the important part is you acknowledged it. Yes, I
0: acknowledge my privilege.
2: The CEC privilege. (laughs) CEC. Uh, Hey, uh, last piece of hardware info, a Reddit user called FuzzTub07 shared photos of what looks like the yet unreleased Chromecast with Google TV. Oh, by the way, when we were saying Android TV earlier, that's all going to change. They're going to change the name of Android TV to Google TV. If you're like, wait, didn't they have a Google TV 10 years ago? Yes, they did. And now they're going to bring that name back. Back to FuzzTub07, a video posted showed the Google TV interface, appears to be based on Android 10, supports 4K HDR, multiple counts, Bluetooth headphones, the remote has a YouTube and a Netflix button. How do you know this is real? Because the Redditor bought the device at a Walmart outside Pittsburgh for 50 bucks. said he saw one in stock at a place in Ohio as well, and... The Verge was able to buy one from a Home Depot this weekend. From a what? A, a Home, Home Depot. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't um, know
0: they sold those.
2: Yeah. Chromecast with Google TV isn't announced yet. It's expected to be announced <laughs> this Wednesday at Google's Pixel event. So, the,
0: wor- the worst kept secret in the world. I can't right wait
2: then. to see what joke they make about it when they announce it.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, we're, we're going to be covering that
3: live at cnet.com plug right there. Uh, their event on Wednesday. And they have actually said so they are coming out with new Chromecast and new speaker and the new Pixels. But I mean, this I, I mean, this is amazing how their inventory systems are like, oh, yeah, yeah you can sell it. You could actually find it, I think it was called, some site called like Brickstack or something where you could put in the UPC code and find out if a store near you had the code name Sabrina. They had it in Jersey, but I couldn't get to Jersey. So I couldn't go. Yeah. The, ver-
2: the Verge's uh, receipt said Sabrina on the receipt. Yeah because they hadn't actually changed the name yet because it's not supposed to be sold yet.
3: But the Google TV name and everything else we're talking about, it's like everything old is new again. It's gotta be, instead of like, it's gotta be on the cable station, no, it's gotta be on the Roku or the Apple TV or the Android TV. Let's let's call this thing Google TV. We had a Google TV. Shh, don't say anything, don't do it. And Netflix is worried about viewers.
0: It's like, it's the same. same, uh, Meanwhile, Tom is sitting over there with the Nexus ball,
2: you know. The Q.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, it, yeah. I, I just wanted to make him get up. I just wanted to make him well, get up. That's
2: all. I think it's a pre-release. Uses. Oh, you mean this? It looks yes. like an Echo. <laughs> yeah, like the, the echoes, old yeah. Nexus. Yeah.
0: The old Nexus. I just it's like looking at it. It's, it's so
3: cool. $349 for a device that made almost, I want to say 349 for like no cents. Uh, but I well, believe the Sabrina but, device is supposed to be something like 50 bucks.
2: It yes, cool. it, it was fifty bucks at the Home Depot and the Walmart where it was purchased. I mean, they're not supposed to be on the shelves. Let's not let's not lose no. sight of that. These these are mistakes. They are not supposed to be available for sale yet.
3: It so. looks great though for the price that people are talking about fifty bucks. Yeah, and an actual sure. Android TV you have to like import, and it's going to get updates. Like it sounds like a really it's great it's it's a
2: Chromecast. Especially. It's just the latest Chromecast. They're just changing the name to yeah. Google TV. So they get? Rid I mean, of it's still stuff. called Chromecast. Chromecast yeah. with Google TV. Yeah. All right. That's a lot of hardware this week. Let's talk about what to watch in under surveillance. I uh, like It's all about location, location, location. Under surveillance. A lot of folks on social media are very excited to talk about Utopia on Amazon Prime Video. This is a series from Gillian Flynn, tells the story of a comic called Dystopia that predicted several pandemics in the world of the TV show, and then the appearance of a comic series called Utopia that promises to predict the future. If this sounds vaguely familiar, it's because yes, it's a reboot of the Dennis Kelly series that was made for channel four in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen, and which Brian and I talked about on this very show.
0: I I don't remember talking about this with you, but I'll take your word for
2: it. You no, you remember you you got the Blu-ray and then you sent one to me and then we talked about it on yeah.
0: I don't I don't even know where you live, man.
2: <laughs> I you know, <laughs> Oh Lamar, I mean Brian. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean everybody's raving about this. I didn't watch it yet. I think partly because I loved the Channel Four Utopia so much, I'm scared to. Is this a drop? It.
0: That's just on. I'm late to drop most whole this season. Prime Video, yeah. Okay, I need. Mean, like, is it like what ten episode type of thing or? I think it's eight. Eight. Okay. Well, that's that's doable. I, I'm. I have heard about it. I have. I don't know anything about it besides what I just read here that you said. So. I will be, uh, I'll be checking it out. I'll be adding it to the list.
3: Utopia is yeah, Utopia's not something I'm, I'm looking at 2020. It doesn't seem like a thing.
0: So, no. Yeah. Oh, because of the uh, content?
2: I think that's why it's so popular. Is everybody's like, oh, oh <laughs> like right now, man. Like, yeah. like I
0: stopped watching a lot of
3: like depressing stuff. I'm like, eh, ah, I can just watch the news. I don't have to watch it. <laughs> highly produced. Oh, this is a zombie or that's a, a pandemic? Well, oh,
2: yeah, I right. forgot. I get it. Uh, Zack Snyder plans to shoot new footage in October for the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. That's right. New footage for the Snyder Cut. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter says the shoots will take about a week and involve Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, and Ray Fisher. Uh, no word on Ezra Miller or Jason Momoa. The Snyder Cut arrives as a four episode miniseries on HBO Max this coming May.
0: You know, I, I just heard I'm going to be in it now since he's going to reshoot it. Like, I, I'm just going to, like, might as well just have. Just just have me in there as a cameo. Uh, I, as you, you you can be in there too, if you want to. Yeah. I mean, they got to let me yeah. know
3: if I got to shave a mustache. They're going to CG it. What am I supposed to do? Exactly. About it, Are they it, going to CG
2: out. back in Superman's mustache so they can CG it back hair. out? So it yeah. looks consistent.
3: And then they're going to release a, a Zack Snyder deep fake edition where they can show how much cheaper it was to just put in like something on, uh, on the internet and put it back. And then yeah. that'll be it.
2: Has
0: so, this ever, like, seriously, has this ever happened with the movie? Like Ever.
2: The closest I can think of is when they made The Godfather into a TV miniseries. But even then, I don't think they brought any of the principal actors back for well, any.
3: Close to this is also the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, which included some footage that was screen tests, poorly fitting costumes. But it wasn't like like Tom was saying, no new footage was shot for it. Just Richard Donner had a very different thing. Yeah. Other than they, they, use, they also like reused some footage of uh, Marlon Brando as the father. To allow this newest, the newest way for him to speak, so it was a little bit different.
2: Ooh, okay. uh, Lizard Nine Seven Eight Two suggests maybe Star Wars. Did they ever shoot new footage for the special editions? But again, not principal actors. That's
0: just CGI they added, right? Yeah, like George Lucas added. Most of added. it was. Yeah, just...
2: they covered but up that job. That
0: countess,
3: countess so, like shooting?
2: bringing back the major stars to reshoot for a did.
3: recut. There is one. There was like this, this green dancer lady. And they brought her back after like twenty to thirty years and she looked the same. So they just shot it again. So they did not a principal actor, but they actually did right, bring somebody from the that. original
2: cast. Yeah, I can't think of anything that brought like the names like Affleck, Cavill, Godot. I mean that's crazy. So
0: if they ever reshoot uh like, like some missing scenes from a uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, will will uh, you know, you know, will we'll the singing lady come back and, and, and uh See, I was gonna make this joke and I forgot the darn actor's name. They came back like they, they came back for that commercial. Rick, like, Rick Moranis. Yeah, I, was, I, I I thought I messed I, it up.
3: I thought you're making an Audrey <laughs> joke. Are they gonna bring back Audrey? Yeah. They're like, okay, that She's, would
0: be great. Have you seen her? She still looked like like it was amazing. I saw her like a few years ago, like in, on a on, on a YouTube video, but like she looks amazing. She looks just like the characters. Crazy. The puppet? i was thing? like, you don't age.
2: Yeah, I have
3: never seen.
2: Her. Uh what? the Black Widow movies have been moved again. <laughs> Uh, Before we have a fight, Uh, the Black Widow movies have been moved again to a release date of May 7th, 2021. Uh, This film is particularly important in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it kicks off phase four. It was originally scheduled for May 1st this year, then was moved to November 6th when theaters all shut down. uh, And now it's moved to May 7th next year. So more than a year after it was originally supposed to appear in theaters. Following on from the Black Widow delay, we also get the Eternals moved to November 5th, 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings now on July 9th, 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is still on for March 25th, 2022. They didn't move that one. And uh, Thor Love and Thunder still set for February 11th, 2022.
0: Um, Okay, so I was a little confused about that because Black Widow is a prequel Mm-hmm. You know, because we know what happens to her. So I, I'm curious to see why that, how that kicks off phase four. Because I thought phase four yeah, was yeah. like moving forward to the future. I've been very
2: so curious it, about that myself. They must have
0: something, some twist mm-hmm. that happens. You know, Marvel uh, with that. So um, I mean, we can go into an argument here about why they don't you know, release this for digital. Blah blah blah. You know, we I, at this point, you have convinced me over several shows to stop talking about it. That they they want money and they're going to make money.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, did it. Uh, Variety says Amazon is fast-tracking a spinoff series of The Boys. The spinoff will be set in a college for young adult superheroes run by Vote International. Amazon says season two of The Boys had the most-watched global launch of any Amazon original series.
0: They can spin this off into a cartoon, into a uh, a miniseries, into a children's serial. I will be part of it. Okay, it's, I it's love this bring. show.
3: Some of the original creators back from the. I don't. I don't want this show to be some kind of like horribly done My Hero Academia. That's not what I want to watch. Right. I already have that show. It's a good show. So if they're gonna do this. Wait, a yeah, school for superheroes? Isn't that also X Men, Doom Patrol?
2: New It Mutants, is. But um, I mean, the 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 seven are the Avengers. So you know that's kind of the shtick with Justice the boys. Justice
0: League. Don't. There's no school.
2: In or Justice, Justice League. League, but yeah. yeah. But, but, like no, Titans I'm saying the school. shtick is to take an existing trope from existing superhero universes and then put them in the boys' universe and play with them. Gotcha, gotcha. I just want to uh, see
3: Billy Butcher having a good time. That should be the other show, the spinoff. It's just him, like, barbecuing.
2: The that's current writer and executive producer of the boys, Craig Rosenberg, is writing the pilot for this new one. So it's the same team. Oh, that's, that's that. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and creator Eric Kripke will also executive produce. So they're not they're not adding people unfamiliar with the with the oeuvre. Uh, HBO Max has ordered an eight-episode series called Peacemaker starring John Cena, who plays Peacemaker in the upcoming James Gunn-directed Suicide Squad movie. Uh, in fact, Gunn and Suicide Squad producer Peter Safran will serve as executive producers on the series with John Cena as a co-executive producer.
0: And you, sir, are going to be counseled by every uh, wrestling star for St. Sena instead of Cena. Yeah. How dare you? But I don't know if anyone's Cancel. going to be able to see Cancel. John
3: Cena on the show, which
2: is going to be a <laughs> yeah, problem. Yeah, see Cena. Come on now. Listen, I have an accent. I apologize. Because oh, you are from Illinois.
0: <laughs> <know>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, nice wrap up there. I get it.
2: Pre-show, pre-show <laughs> jump uh, yes. guys. Sorry, uh, Peacemaker, oh. starring Peacemaker, is going to be in a show <laughs> called Peacemaker. How's that? That's,
0: that was amazing. I can't yeah. wait. No, I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I love John Cena. He's great, or, you know. However you want to stay it, it doesn't matter. It, it's a DC show. I want to see it.
2: Yeah, I, I and, yeah. and this is this is the thing, right? We're seeing a boys spin-off. Uh we're gonna get a Batman uh spin off uh on HBO Max from the Pattinson Batman. Uh we're and we're, we're getting a John Cena vehicle called Peacemaker. Cena, it runs with Peacemaker. <laughs> it
0: does, no matter what wow. people say.
2: I want to apologize. Uh, I, I will try to do better in the future. <laughs> How dare the wrestling? Try to correct sorry. Time off, sorry. All right. Um, so. Let's get on to the notes. Family Guy and Bob's Burgers got two season renewals at Fox. I know there's two shows, but each show got two seasons. So they're going to be on for another two years, both of them. Uh, Patricia Arquette, Ben Steiler will team up in an Apple series called <laughs> High Desert. Chris Heemsworth, Miles Teeler, Journey Smollett uh, will star in Spiderhead, a Netflix movie adaptation of a George Saunders short story about two convicts who are housed in a facility run by a doctor who experiments on inmates. Uh, Netflix will release The Life Ahead, November 13th, Sophia Loren's first movie in a decade. And David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction sets a season three premiere date of October 21st. The new slate of guests is Kim Kardashian, uh, Robert Doney, Dave Chappelle and Lizzo. I, I think got you mispronounced that last point. one. of
0: It's pronounced Cena. Point. Never correct, Tom. I got the point.
2: <laughs> I was trying to cover <laughs> it up like, oh, he gets them all wrong.
0: <laughs> uh, that was actually funny. When he, when he first did, I'm like, wait, really? Silent? What is he? <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, I'll see what he's doing.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to David Letterman's uh, next round of interviews. They're always good. I didn't so know he had a back show. on the big screen, now. That's cool. I didn't know. He, I didn't know he had season one and two. I, I oh, thought yeah. He was yeah. Hired. He interviewed some big names, too. Wow. OK. That's, that's on right Netflix thinking. and uh, Sophia Loren coming in. And that's awards fodder, obviously, the life mm-hmm. ahead with Sophia Loren. Um, but should be good. All right. Let's talk about what we've had our eyes on. Starting with you, Ayaz, our guest. What have you been looking
1: at?
3: Oh, sure. I've been watching uh, Blue Exorcist on HBO Max. Now we were looking for some new family anime after watching Demon Slayer on Hulu. Now these aren't like really like kid friendly things, but our kids pretty cool. So uh, Blue Exorcist is the story of a kid who happens to be the son of Satan, and he kind of wants to kill Satan. So this is this show's been out for a long time, it's from 2011, I think, and it's on Netflix as well. But I found it on HBO Max. Oh. Really enjoying it. It's beautiful looking. It's it's acted really well. It's all uh subtitled
0: so it just it's it's really fun definitely cool. it sounds it. fun for the whole family it does you know son i'm of actually like
2: it. oh What's maybe i should go dead? watch this now i just have to figure out do i want to watch it on hbo max or netflix the,
0: the choice is yours
2: the choice is the mine choice, you know what choice. apple tv i have my apple tv set up to show me the next episode of series that i'm always watching at the top of the mm-hmm. banner okay and uh hbo max does that netflix doesn't
3: the other thing is like if oh. you have a roku in the other room watch it on netflix if you don't know
2: oh, right because then you can pick it up
3: it's yep. it's, well, it's something silly like that but yeah it's
0: true yeah, yeah. also That's is it point. 4k because hbo doesn't do 4k yet i don't know this I, oh, is, I don't believe,
3: go, it's yeah. from 2011 so unless there's some kind of remaster that i mm-hmm. but i yeah. just learned of the show so
0: i can find out
2: it's mm. called blue exorcist lamar what about you so
0: I just finished last night. Finally, this has been taking me forever. Lost in Space season two. I I felt like I could not move on w- watch other shows until I finished this darn. And I don't know what I was holding on for. It was it's it, it was it a great season that you know you know there were you know less lost this, this season. Not no, no major spoilers there now. But uh, there will be a, a season three, and I and I'm I'm ready for it now. I'm glad that I finished that. Finally, started The Boys. I'm in uh, episode four. I was watching to like three thirty in the morning. And then I'll start falling asleep. So I'm in the middle of four. So don't tell me. Episode
2: four here. of season two or season oh, one? Of season two. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sorry you're fire already fire. caught up on season one. Oh, you're yes.
0: Catch yes. it back up on season i I'm catching, two. Up, catching yeah. up. Yeah. By tonight, I'll be fully caught up. Very good. Cool. And then I'm going to jump on a Lovecraft train because uh, that's the train I want to be on. Yeah. It looks like a cool show. I'm hearing good things about it.
2: It's fun. It's, it's, it's um, gory sometimes, quite often. Oh, little, okay. Yeah. What um, are you watching, Tom? Huh? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I, one of the things that I watched this past week that I want to talk about was Enola Holmes, the movie starring Millie Bobby Brown as oh. Sherlock Holmes' sister mm-hmm. with Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. It is delightful. Uh, it's not super long. It's just one movie. It's not a series. Uh, mm-hmm. But Millie Bobby Brown's sensational in it. It's fun. It's fast-paced. It's a period piece. Uh, I thought Henry Cavill... He's not in it as much because it's about Enola, not Sherlock, but he does a great Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, what can't this guy do? Uh, Seriously enjoyed it. I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. I love watching all the different Sherlock, uh, uh, you know, uh, variations uh, Mm -hmm. that that are out there. And uh, this is a really good one. So I highly recommend Uh, it. Really quick. uh, You said, what
0: else can he do? It was reported today that he uh, is uh, he strongly wants to do uh, James Bond. He says he can do (sighs) it.
2: I mean, seriously, at that point, you got to draw the line and be like, OK, you can't be <laughs> Superman, Sherlock Holmes, The Witcher <laughs> yeah. and James Bond. Come on. I, I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He has three big properties under uh, under my ready. Uh,
1: wow. Yeah. Uh, or can he? Maybe he can.
2: Maybe that's uh, why he's Bri- Superman. Bryce, what should we be on the lookout for?
1: Hey, I got a pick for the whole family. So lately I had gone back. Uh, and recently started at the beginning with the Simpsons, which, uh, is streaming on Disney plus, you know, I had first started a few seasons in like six or seven seasons in, cause that's where everyone says like, that's the good stuff. That's the best mm-hmm. stuff of the show. And I loved it. They're great. They're fantastic episodes. But I'd also remember we had a conversation in, in one of these podcasts about, um, kind of how like the the simpsons has changed over time kind of like how uh parks and rec did and and the office and you know the first few seasons of the simpsons are really different even from those like quote-unquote good seasons of the simpsons uh so it's been it's I, i've gone back and started from the very beginning it's it's great i mean that's i mean it's a fantastic show already um but you get to watch that kind of metamorphosis in fast forward because you're skipping through through weeks and years at a time because you can binge it um but i i think you know fantastic show you can't you can't beat it um and it's a an interesting i don't know just interesting progression there um so disney plus is streaming 30 seasons of the simpsons more current seasons are streaming on hulu i just got a notification today that season 32 or season 33 is now on Hulu. So uh, I think they're putting the more recent stuff on Hulu and the rest on Disney plus. If you've got something we should be on the lookout for, email us cord at gmail.com. Thank you. Hey folks, real quickly. uh,
2: If you want to know how reality TV shows work, I got an episode of a podcast for you. It's called current Geek chronicles. Uh, Current Geek chronicles dives into all kinds of topics from, from mana uh, to the history of cables, uh, like USB and stuff. And this week's episode uh, was about reality TV. And we talked to actual reality TV producers, one of whom is my wife, about like, okay, how much how scripted is it really? And what makes it reality? And, and how do you make it compelling? Uh, get the ins and outs of that at currentgeek.com. Also, don't forget Doghouse Systems is powering the show right now. Uh, if you don't have a computer and you want one or you want a new one go check out doghouse systems doghouse systems.com uh to thank them for giving us all the equipment that we use to make the show and in fact if you go to doghouse systems.com slash rogue uh you get a free solid state drive add-on so go check it out thank you doghouse systems for giving us all the great equipment we use on cord killers let's move on to the front lines front lines Ah, uh, well, more watch parties. Sling TV launched Sling Watch Party in beta, letting up to four people watch synced content together through a desktop Chrome browser tab. The feature works with live programming and includes a text chat. Watch party hosts control pausing and rewinding. Obviously, everybody has to have Sling TV for that to work. But I haven't been doing a lot of these, but I know a lot of people have. Yeah, I was wondering why it took so long for
0: for the obviously technology, right? You know, but it seemed like a lot of people jumped on the uh, company jumped on the bandwagon a lot earlier. So I, I forgot Sling to, I, I forgot they were around, actually, to be honest with you. Same thing, same year. <laughs> I, I was like, oh yeah, Sling TV, like, oh, right? Sling. Yeah. Right. I was
2: like, okay. Yeah. Well, now you can you can uh, watch uh, Sling and remember it exists all at the same time with your friends.
0: <laughs> so with CBS All Access set to become Paramount Plus next year, Viacom CBS has decided to rename the existing Paramount Network to avoid confusion. Well, of course. Since the Paramount Network mostly shows movies, well, it's going to be called the Paramount movie network that makes sense uh it has uh also canceled several non-scripted titles and or moved them to other vicom networks or vicom cbs networks actually now it's going to air 52 original movies a year it's one a week uh along with one miniseries or scripted series per quarter uh good good thing i actually thought they were just going to merge paramount network into the paramount plus but they must see a need to have them separately maybe one for cable only
2: yeah, so, I think that's the yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good the
3: stuff. Canceled Ink Master for this. Uh, what were you thinking, Viacom CBS? What, what were is you Ink- thinking?
0: Oh, was that a tattoo show? The tattoo show, like
3: 14 oh, seasons of the stuff. Come
2: on. I think it's pronounced Ink Master. It oh, is my bad.
0: That's not, yeah. Only we understand it if you say it wrong. <laughs>
2: uh, and finally, Warner Media reached a deal for a seven-year extension on its Major League Baseball broadcast contract. TBS, in general, shows some MLB games during the season and always uh, shows games during the playoffs. This year's no exception. The New Deal keeps them doing uh, one of the league's championship series and some other playoffs and adds a regular Tuesday night TBS game, as well as broadcasts on, quote, additional Warner Media platforms. That means HBO Max. An ad-supported tier of HBO Max is supposed to launch in May with live sports and news, so this makes sense.
0: Looking forward to that live sports to shoot and and news like like man, they own see C- uh, a CNN right they own T- oh, T- right. T- TNT. so it's it's like yeah I've been I've been waiting for like this this extra you know tier of something that we can watch live on there and yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I'm, some NBA some MLB so wait, yeah sports these
3: sports are not coming to DC Universe
2: <laughs> no not in DC this universe form. is not
3: coming to DC Universe D- DC so, Universe Infinite excuse me
2: yeah comics about these sports will be coming to DC Universe well shoot. All right, let's get to our dispatch from the front. Got a lot of responses from y'all about what value you see in Peacock, NBC's new streaming video service. Dan said he didn't love Peacock, but enjoyed the eight live Premier League soccer matches, live sports, there it is, and is looking forward to the Saved by the Bell reboot. Chris and Scott were both fans of the Dale Earnhardt Jr. series Lost Speedways about abandoned racetracks. Belissa was glad to see Peacock on Roku because of its free tier with the single ad break and for access to Downton Abbey. Neil is excited for the Amber Ruffin show that just launched after enjoying her on Seth Myers. He also liked the new Larry Wilson talk show that premiered last week, as well as AP bio and a documentary about Harry Belafonte. There you go. Some love for Peacock. Thanks to all your emails at cordkillers at gmail.com. Do y'all have uh, any Peacock? I don't know. Love. I mean,
0: Psych is my is my one true Psych. love on there. Okay. I, I, I yeah, I mean, you can't say anything too bad about that show unless you just think it's too goofy. Um, I I, I will tell you one that is uh, absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. The New Adventures of He-Man. <laughs> the cartoon is on I, I'm looking at it because right
2: it, I didn't know it was on there because you've been and, watching it this whole time. I get it.
0: So it came out like a couple of years after the '80s show. So I think it was still in the '80s, '89 or something. It is, it is god awful. It is nothing. It is I don't know. Is even that the know. space one? Yes, yes. yes it is. I know of this one. I, I, I just, I can't. I because not like, like it. a Peacock original. That's an old, old library right. show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's there. So I'm thinking it's an original. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I... No, but, but Brave New World is. I mean, everybody likes that, right? I, I think you know, you know, and they based a video game off of that, off that, not the movie, but the book too uh so yeah i like i like I like it's quirky i
3: like it i have not tried out the peacock because it's I'm free really in, yeah i just there's enough stuff like i've I'm, it's even it, on robo but it's free yes and i'm watching like all my <laughs> stuff on plex i'm watching my, my my favorite thing about plex like as if like nobody's heard it's of it
2: torrents so. i know
3: well no I, I didn't say that but my collection of Frazier, i can just hit shuffle and yeah i can shuffle through a season or seasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can watch season five, episode 22, yeah. and then season one, episode three. And it's just super fun. I never know what's coming up. It's like yeah. programming. Well,
2: there you go, folks. Uh, thank you, Ayaz Akhtar, uh, for joining us. Uh, if you want more of Ayaz, where should we go?
3: Uh, go to twitter.com slash Ayaz, That's usually where I promote all kinds of stuff. Come by to CNET's YouTube channel on Wednesday. Uh, We're going to have live coverage of Google's event. Yes, there's pretty much hardware. It seems like we know everything, but we'll do a pre-show. We'll take your questions, and then we'll do the event, and we'll talk about what happened afterwards. So come by on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash
2: CNET. Excellent. And Lamar Wilson, all kidding aside, man, it was great uh, to have you. Thanks for stepping in. Brian, I know, appreciates it as well. Uh, If anybody wants to find more Lamar, I mean, why wouldn't you? Where would you go? (laughs)
0: Um, like, so my, you know, you go to lamarwilson.com. It's Lamar with two R's and it has all, as a link tree, has all my links. You know, I'm primarily known as being a, a YouTube uh, personality, but I've been, uh, I've been branching out to the TikToks and, uh, you know, not dancing because that's, you know, who does that? But right? never M-I-H. say never. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, a lot of my, a lot of my short form content is doing crazy well on reels and, 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 uh, and TikTok. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah, you can check me out. to do pop culture, lifestyle type of stuff, you know, and tech isn't always embedded in those two things. So yeah, you can check me out there. Thank you so much for Thank uh, you, man. having me pretend to be someone I'm not, <laughs> which is what I do on my YouTube channel. No, you did kidding, a great job.
2: job. Uh, just you. just as much as, as, as Brian pretends. <laughs> He's Brian Brushwood. <laughs> Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Talk to you next time. Hey, Tom Merritt. Yes, Brian Brushwood. Know who I love
1: even more than my own children? Your other children? No, not my wife. I know what you're saying. I love our $5 patrons. These are the people that keep us loud, live, and independent. Thank you so much, $5 patrons.
2: You know what? I love them more than not life itself, because then I'd be dead and I couldn't appreciate them. But really, really, really close. And I'm so thankful that they are here to make this show happen. Thank
1: you so much to all of our $5 a month patrons. You guys are wizards, you're champions, you're heroes.
0: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program.